Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk today about expectation. You know, expectation, I believe, is is uh, an attitude of of this is mine now. It's really an attitude of faith. You can say, I believe, but if it doesn't come into your expectation daily, then, you know, I wonder how, how true that belief is. You know, an expectation, if I said, hey, you know, Thursday, I'm going to call you and we're going to go out for lunch. Or if someone called you and said, hey, on Thursday, we're going out for this great, exciting adventure, there would be you'd wake up with an expectation. It's like Christmas morning, right? You wake up with an expectation because it's Christmas. So I know it's like when you're a kid, I know it's Christmas, you wake up early and you're like excited about the gift. And, and so there's um, an expectation that comes in of like today's the day. And that's a part of faith. And, and that's really what you begin to develop and cultivate through your time in the word. When you spend time in the Word and you begin to see, man, I'm, I'm not expecting life to go badly. I'm not expecting tragedy. I'm not expecting battle after battle after battle and hardship. I'm expecting good from the hand of God. I'm expecting angels to protect me. I'm expecting things to be on an upward trajectory. And so your expectation for life changes. And that's why the Lord actually through His Word will give you rest in areas you know, for us financially, that's an area that the Lord has given me rest. You know, there's scripture verses that have become so, such a part of my heart that it's like, you know, honestly, if any salary that I had went away, I, it, it wouldn't bug me because the Lord is my provider. No soldier goes toward his own expense. If I stop winning souls, if I stop going after the plans of God, then yes. But as long as I seek first the kingdom of God, the God's, God's brought rest. It's because my expectation is that man man doesn't provide for me. God God takes care of me. And so that's what faith looks like, is there's a daily expectation of God is provider. God is, God is healer. God is. And so um, I think for a lot of people, especially in believing for their healing, there's a disconnect in, yes, I believe God is my healer. Yes, I believe he's already healed me 2,000 years ago. But, but bringing it to a place of, I expect to receive today, and so this can, can go into many areas, whether it's receiving a miracle for healing, or if you're, you're getting into a camp meeting, or if you're getting into a service, to have an expectation of like, God, today's the day. Lord, do something in my life today. The Holy Spirit wants to do something in your life. The Holy Spirit wants to change your life. The Holy Spirit, God is looking. I believe more than we can desire God to touch us. God is looking to do it. Why? Because when He touches us, He purifies us. When He touches us, He sets us apart for his work. He he puts strength, spiritual strength on the inside of us. So we may say, Lord, I want to touch from you. But he wants us, he wants to touch us more than we want me more than we want what God has for us. Why? Because God, this is how God sets people apart. He marks people with his anointing. But so the expectation comes. So the devil tries to fight to get your expectation low. And so for a lot of people, they just, especially when it comes to healing, if they've dealt with something for years, it's it's they can believe and think in their head, man, I believe Jesus is my healer. But when it comes to a daily expectation, it's almost like they don't want to get their hopes up because they don't want to be disappointed. Well, if I believe it's going to be today, then it isn't. Like you can't say that from the outset. You have to believe. And so the difference is that the, the expectation has to be around the anointing. Uh, when you look in the Bible, I'm going to read here from Luke 18, verse 35. Usually on this podcast, we try to look in the Bible of all the books that we could read from. Uh, the Bible is going to be the main one here at the Ryan and Krista Yesta podcast. Luke eighteen thirty five. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind beggar was sitting beside the road. 
When he heard the noise of a crowd going past, he asked what was happening. They told him that Jesus the Nazarene was going by. So he began shouting, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, the people in front yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and ordered that the man be brought to him. As the man came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, he said, I want to see. And Jesus said, all right, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Instantly the man could see and he followed Jesus praising God and all saw 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 it praise God too. What's that? That's an expectation. Jesus is passing by. You know under the under the time when Jesus was on the earth, they had to wait for him to pass through. It's like the woman with the issue of blood. She said if I could just touch the hem of his garment. What was she doing? She's she's placing a demand. That's a developing an expectation that God's going to do something. Matthew 15 says Uh, I'm going to read verse 21 says, then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away. They said, she is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord, but even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table, eat the crumbs. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. You know, you look at a story and you think, man, Jesus wasn't the nicest guy. But he was sent to the he was sent to to Israel, and so it it wasn't a time. I mean, that time was to come. But by her faith, she changed God's mind. You you can change. I mean, it's through the Bible. You can change God's mind. Uh, you, you look at you look at um uh, what's the place that God uh, burned to the ground? Um, it's got two names. How am I forgetting this right now? You know what I'm talking about? Where he like rained fire, Sodom and Gomorrah. There it is. Y- you know, hey. Uh, if there's just 50 righteous, okay, if there's 50 righteous, I'll spare them. If there's 25 righteous, what if there's 10 righteous? And, and, he, and he changed God's mind. But you look at that, and that was her with an expectation. Hey, I can't go anywhere else. This is a demon. I can't deal with it. And so he has to deal with it. So I'm going with an expectation. And so for us, when you get around the things of God, you have to look for the anointing. There is no Jesus live in person who's showing up in bodily form to work these miracles. He said, it's better that I go away because the Holy Spirit would come. But people lightly esteem the anointing. You have, to, you have to love the anointing. You have to say, Lord, the anointing is the best thing in my life. Lord, I don't know what I would do without it. I'd be addicted without it. I'd be, I'd be lost without it. And, and even if you say, man, I don't really know how to receive, you just sit and, and open your heart. Lord, come and touch me. Come and heal me. Come and fill me. And you yield. You know, people say we press in, and we do. The, the song talks about that, like the woman with the issue of blood. We press in. You press, you press past the flesh. You press past the distraction of your phone. You press past the thoughts, of the other things that come at you. And you say, today, I'm going to sit in the presence of God. And so when you have an opportunity to get into the anointing, that's where you treat it like when the anointing is there, you treat it like this is, this is Jesus passing through my town. And it doesn't mean you have to stand up and yell, Jesus, son of David, but on the inside, you place a demand on the anointing. You develop an expectation because it shows God, you know, the Lord looks, the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the whole earth. When the anointing comes, when a minister 
or when you decide, even in your own time, I'm getting into the anointing. That's a time where God, the Bible says in 1 John 3, 8, uh, that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. So the anointing comes for a purpose, and the anointing is there to destroy anything the devil's done in your life. So if it's if it's healing that you need, you should almost look at it like it's like when you can, if you've seen those shows where someone hops into the, the that booth and they're like money's blowing up and they're like grabbing for money that's blowing blowing in the air, you know, like this is my opportunity. The anointing is here. I'm going to take what God has for me. First of all, for my spirit, man, I'm going to take spiritual strength. I'm going to take restoration. I'm going to take joy because joy is my strength. Joy is my ability to fight. I'm going to take healing for my body. And you start to place a demand. Why? When you recognize the anointing, you say, Lord, today I receive. And then some people, man, I hear it. People, the way they speak, well, I don't know how to yield. You know, I never get touched like other people get touched. First of all, don't compare yourself to other people. Some people fly through the air, but their character is terrible. You know, so what, what, what is that touch actually doing? Who cares if you fly through the air, if, you, if nothing changes? The purpose for the anointing is to change us, to look more like Jesus, to receive what he has for us. We become more like him. We get filled up with an anointing to go do something. If someone flies through the air but isn't a soul winner, what, what are you doing? What, what's the purpose? Let God work in your heart. It isn't about a physical manifestation. You know, I believe in the physical manifestation, but it's about what God does on the inside. So when you sit under the anointing and you just open your heart and you say, Lord, I don't know who you're touching today, but Lord, come and touch me. And if you need healing, Lord, today while I'm here, I receive my healing. The Holy Ghost wants to guide you to receive. You know, when I get into a camp meeting, like now we're in the fire conference, I get into a camp meeting like this, the Lord will give me a scripture. And so there's one in Romans this is, this is where I'm placing my expectation. There's one in Romans 1, and he says, I long to have a prosperous journey towards you. And he says, that I may impart some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. And then he says, that I be, be mutually comforted by the faith of you all. And so there was an expectation that when the man of God came into town, and while he was ministering, that there would be an impartation of a spiritual gift. So Lord, I know, I know I'm not traveling thousands of miles to get to a camp meeting, but Lord, I'm, I'm here, and this is a time of impartation. Father, impart a spiritual gift and establish me and my family. Strengthen us. You, 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 the Holy Ghost has things that He wants to do in your life. He isn't withholding. You've got to remind yourself that God is good. It isn't this waiting game of, oh, when. You have to be able to remove that question from your faith vocabulary. Oh, when. That's not a question that, because faith is always now. So Lord, I don't know. I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. I know that there's, I'm getting into a church service today. Father, I open my heart. I reverence your anointing. Holy Spirit, I love you. I can do nothing without you. Lord, everything good in my life has come from you. Lord, I thank you. Man, I feel the anointing even now. I thank you, Lord, for your presence. I thank you, Lord, Lord, that you haven't left me alone, that you've given me the Holy Spirit as my comforter. Lord, that you help me. Father, you know what I need more than I know what I need. Lord, equip me with what I need to do your will. Father, do a work on the inside of me. Purify my life. Purify my heart. Lord, let me look more like Jesus. Let me sound more like Jesus. Lord, Lord, increase, increase in me my compassion and love for people. Lord, help me to flow with the anointing. Lord, work in my life. Lord, you, whatever you want to do, do it. But Lord, today's my day. Lord, I'm not leaving the same way I came. Father, I thank you, Lord, if there's any anointing. 
Lord, I'm, re- I'm drawing from that anointing. I'm receiving from that anointing. Lord, I can do nothing without your presence. Lord, of all the things that you've given me, Jesus is number one. But Lord, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire is, is the best gift. Thank you that you didn't leave me comfortless. You, you gave me the Holy Spirit. Lord, I reverence and I honor you and I bless you. Lord, I thank you that as your anointing comes today, Lord, I, I, I receive Oh, Lord, fill me to overflowing. Man, hallelujah. You know, the anointing uh, really forces you to slow down. And for some people, they don't like slowing down. Because there's things that they've unresolved issues with God. But it's the time where you can come to God and just and just put everything on the altar and say, Lord, work in my life. Lord, there's things that I've done wrong. There's missteps that I've made. There's things that I haven't wanted to face. But Lord, I'm, I'm giving them to you. Father, There's Lord, come and search my heart. Anything that needs to change, I'll change. Any sin, Lord, I repent. You know, and you, you get God to deal with it. You don't leave things undealt with. You don't leave secret compartments in your life. Come into the presence of God and ask God, God, work in me, purify my heart, and you'll become a vessel unto honor. Expect God to do something in your life. If you're watching online, if if you're listening to this, you know, I I would assume most people listening to this understand and know who, what the river at Tampa Bay is and who Dr. Rodney Howard Brown is. I don't really see many other ways besides that you would know that ministry and have come around to this podcast. But if you're watching online, you place the same demand. Lord, your anointing is here. I'm quieting down, and I'm going to receive from you today. Expectation gets answers from God. I love you. God bless you.